0: Hello, I'm Dr. Adam Splaver, and this is the Warrior Health Podcast. Today, I'm going to speak to you about longevity. Yep, today I'm gonna to talk to you about longevity. So many times people have come to me and actually asked me, you know, as, as a boarded cardiologist and boarded internal medicine and age management medicine doctor, people have asked me this, Dr. Splaver, what is the secret to longevity? How can I in- increase the length of my life? And it's funny, I'll tell you a story story of my wife's grandmother who um, has passed a number of years ago. This woman was this little powerhouse. She was about five feet tall, very, very tiny. And yet she lived to the ripe old age of almost 101. And I remember, uh, she lived a couple doors down from us, very, very bright, very, very smart, witty, uh, and intuitive. I remember we once went over to her and we said to her, Grandma, what's the secret to longevity? I mean, after all, you made it to over 100. You, you should know the secret. And she'd look at us, and she'd say to us, the secret to longevity is, don't die. Yeah. <laughs> I still chuckle every time I remember that story. But the bottom line is, she's um, although the, the, the answer was a little bit nebulous, uh, a little bit uh, unclear, well, that's the bottom line truth. But many of us w- want to extend the, the, uh, the quantity of our lives. But the quality of our life is really what we're after. I mean, how many of us actually want to make it up to 101 and be, you know, demented in a nursing home or incapacitated or reliant on other people? And so the key really is of longevity is actually multifaceted. It's, it has a number of different uh, ingredients. One of which they found is that if you're more physically active, if you're physically fit, you actually have a greater chance of longevity. Not only is your longevity uh, greater, but also the quality of your life is greater. And that's probably because your functional capacity, your ability to take care of yourself, your ability to take care of your basic needs is is intact. And obviously, if you're not able to do that, the quality of your life will suffer. So that's that's issue number one, or one, one key ingredient is uh, to keep physically active. Next thing they noticed also is that if you keep yourself mentally active, uh, doing puzzles like crossword puzzles or Sudoku, uh, keeping yourself um, more engaged, reading, uh, going to classes, people who were found to keep themselves more intellectually curious, uh, more intellectually engaged, were found to have a better quality of life. There was actually an interesting study that came out in Harvard a number of years ago and they looked at what was the overriding theme of what kept people alive for longer. And it's interesting. They looked at thousands, thousands of people who made it to 100. And the one overriding theme that they actually found was in order to make it to 100, you had to have high quality relationships. Wow. Isn't that Interesting. You know, having social interaction, having quality interactions with others, that's what, what they found was the overriding theme of how people made it to over 100. So you have being physically fit, you have being intellectually curious, you have uh, interactions or, or quality interactions with your, your family, with your wife, your your child, your, your your friends, your your extended family. All these things are extremely important in promoting longevity, but also... There are a number of other things, obviously. They found, and and it's it's actually very interesting, if you look around at people um, who make it to 100, the majority of them are very thin and very small. They're not big people. They are not big people. They actually found that that people who don't eat that much or actually uh, put themselves into starvation mode, not necessarily starvation, but put themselves into a fasting state more often than not, have a higher likelihood uh, of making it to a riper, older age. And there are thoughts, thoughts that that occurs because the body um, activates certain proteins called heat shock proteins, um, and basically their job is to clean up the mess that's left behind. And by doing so, by by uh, actually allowing the body to clean up the mess that is left behind from the uh, thing we call life, which is basically an inflammatory process. Life itself causes inflammation, and inflammation as we're probably aware, is probably the number one cause of all disease, Uh, whether it be arthritis, whether it be heart disease, whether it be stroke, whether it be diabetes, whether it be other other metabolic issues. Inflammation is the number one enemy for longevity. And they found that when you fast, when you actually um, take pause in eating, not necessarily for long periods of time, maybe, maybe eight hours a day, that there are, is a spike or a rise in a lot of these, these proteins that are involved in taking care of cells that aren't, aren't meant to, to be, be, be living anymore, cells that aren't functioning well or cells that are, may have gone rogue and maybe going off uh, to precancerous or cancerous states. So they found that, that basically if you can, can do this, you can actually improve your survival. Sounds interesting. So you're going to make sure that you are physically fit, Intellectually challenged, have social interactions, and eat reasonably. Well, that sounds like an interesting recipe for longevity. I um, I can tell you that at the end of the day, uh, it's 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 a difficult it's a difficult question to answer. But if you stack your cards, you stack the deck right you're more than likely than not to reap the rewards of a long, healthy, prosperous, and meaningful life. And that, my friends, probably drives home the reason why we all need to be continuously engaged in the world. We need to be physically physically active. We need to get out and move. We have to make sure we're we're actually using our bodies uh, to what they were designed for. We have to use our minds to be intellectually curious, to look at new ideas and new thoughts and keep us on top of our game. And we need to stoke and, and, and promote and nurture those relationships that are so dear. I mean, think about it. I mean, who's more important to you than your immediate family, your wife, your husband, your kids? And what point does that drive home that you, you need to invest in that? I mean, it's funny. The other day I was in the office and I had a woman come to me. Um, she had seen me before um, and she was complaining to me about how much everything hurt her. Everything hurt. Her hands, her toes, her eyes, her ears. Her, her hair was hurting. I mean, I, literally everything was hurting her and I felt so horrible for her. And she had seen a number of doctors before and, and basically I'd run a, some, some blood tests on her. And when she'd come back to go over her results and everything was stone cold normal. I finally looked at her because she was she was still complaining about feeling pain, 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 pain. I finally looked at her and I said, listen, can, can you just tell me something? How are things doing at home? That moment she burst out in tears. The woman could not stop crying. I said, what's going on? She told me that she and her husband had not been intimate for more than nine months. So I looked at her and I said, do you think maybe that's the reason why you're having so much pain? Social interaction goes beyond the intimate. It goes beyond sex. It goes into connection. It goes into investment. And that's what we need to do. As husbands, as wives, we need to invest in our relationships with ourselves, remembering that we are first and foremostly lovers, husbands and wives. And we need to invest in that relationship. Investment looks more like taking time out for yourselves alone, like date night once a week. How many out there actually go out on a date with your loved one once a week to reconnect, rekindle, to foster those feelings of love and attention and, and, and patience, kindness, and passion. If we all just took one day out a week for our, our, our loved one, our partner, how much better would that relationship be? How much better would our relationship look like with our children if we took each and every one of them out individually, giving them their own special time to connect with you? Think about that ultimate connection. Spending time with yourself once a week, having a date with yourself, just reconnect with you. Because so often do we get caught in the nitty-gritty and the grind of the day, forgetting about who we are and what we are here on this earth for. Just food for thought. Food for thought. If there's anything that you take away from this, it's more than just the standard medical practice of eating right, staying healthy, and being fit, but also investing in your relationships, investing in those that you love, investing in those connections. Because at the end of the day, when we go on to the great beyond, people are not going to remember us for being that great office worker, that amazing truck driver, that incredible doctor. People are going to remember us for being the amazing father, husband, and family member, and friend. So maybe it's time to start investing in that maybe it's time to start investing in you. And by doing so, you too can increase the longevity of your life. With that, this is Warrior Health with Dr. Adam Splaver. Thank you for joining me on my topic of longevity.